You sucked that guy's dick? Wait, but you said you only had sex with three different guys. You never mentioned him. Because I never had sex with him. You sucked his dick. We went out a few times. We never had sex, but we fooled around. Oh, my God. How many? Dante. How many dicks have you sucked? Go. How many? Wait, shut up a second and I'll tell you. Jesus. Well? Something like 36. What? Something like 36? Who are you, boys? Wait, what is that anyway? Something like 36. Does that include me? Um, 37. I'm 37? Going to class. Oh, my God. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? You know who you are? You're in the Guns Radio Podcast, baby! You're gonna die! It's episode number 37 of the Guns and Radio podcast. As always, each and every Monday, I'm Chris Caputo. And I'm Dustin Bones, coming to you for an, a monumental episode. We're going to be listening to Here Comes the Rain yeah. by Izzy Stradlin. Man, we've got, we've got some stuff to talk about <laughs> before the show. Damn, yeah, that's for sure. Before the show, first off, we want to thank everybody for your, uh, let's do our plugs, because that's going to be the best segue. Oh, yeah. All right, Chris, tell everybody how they can interact with this fine podcast. Yes, well, Twitter and Instagram, both at Guns and Radio Pod, all one word. You can, you know, send send us your, send us your love, your hate mail, um, any other sort of things that we can discuss here on this podcast um yes you can slide in our dms but no dick pics please we're uh, starting a new uh, promotion on our twitter and instagram called chris caputo rates your boobies yes i could if you want me to. <laughs> no problem send your booby pics <laughs> i was gonna say while you're at it uh, give me your only fans for free because i ain't paying for that shit <laughs> Uh, we're going to start our own OnlyFans page. Wait, what do you do on there? I don't know. It's just for, like, hot girls to make money by showing off their, their boobs or something. That's it. Oh, well, fuck. I can do that. Shit. Yeah. yeah. $15 a month? You can you can see me spread my asshole. <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> I'm going to be a little more tasteful. You can see my yeah. tasteful nudes. Yeah, let's make it more, like, artistic. <laughs> This 300-pound man <laughs> ripping off Sports Illustrated model poses. Yeah. It's like Sports Illustrated, the, the naked issue. But like we're like in pose, and it's like covering our junk. <laughs> oh, man. And we're going to be practicing show social distancing with these photos uh, yeah. in more than one way, because we'll uh, send, somebody el- send them to somebody else to Photoshop. I don't want to have to look at these. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, our plugs just went off the rail already. <laughs> I know, right? I told you it was going to yeah. be one of those episodes. It's, this is how it's going to be tonight. Oh, uh, damn. And, well, if you already follow us on Twitter and or Instagram, or just don't do social media, you can always keep up with us on our website at gunsandradio.com. The whole backlog of all our previous 36 episodes are there, plus lots of exclusive content, including our post-show GN Extra, we have 
Rick, your friend Rick Dunsford's show up there. Was, by this time, this airs going to be maybe three or four episodes into that. I highly recommend it. It's a good show. Yeah. And plenty of other stuff on there, too. So check it out. We have even more originals in the works as we speak. So mm-hmm. go up there, check it out. GNX, GN, GunsandRadio.com Originals is uh, something we're really looking forward to pursuing and uh, hopefully growing in the future. I would like to see uh, lots of good original content there. Maybe one day we'll be a uh, uh, website where we... Maybe the podcast one of rock and roll. Oh, yeah. That would be epic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, speaking of which... Go ahead and crank the music down. Speaking of gunsandradio.com, and uh, like you said, Rick's got his show on there, the Rick Dunsford. It's titled Band, The Misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends. And uh, we're two episodes in at the time of this recording. Uh, We're recording this on, I don't even know what the hell today is, April something, the 9th. April 9th, yeah. And oh boy, this this storage wars guy just can't help himself. Rick releases two podcasts, and, <laughs> and it's like it's like he he's trying to get one more jab in because he knows you know it's coming. Yeah, that it's just a matter of time. So literally, right before we recorded this, like earlier today, uh, should I even mention the fucker's name? Or I'm not going to. I choose not to. Okay, so uh, if you're like a hardcore junior fan, you know who the hell we're talking about. We're yeah. in Storage Wars Diary, that that, that cockbag there. Decided <laughs> to post a part three of uh, his allegedly award-winning podcast. Yeah, but we're going to talk about it on this award-winning podcast. I was going to say, ours got more awards from ourselves. <laughs> we really did. That's how we won the award. We're the, the GunsAndRadio.com uh, podcast of the year for 2019. Bitch, we're going to be running that every year. Fuck yeah, I got the trophy to prove it. <laughs> it's yeah. just a participant trophy from, like, Little League? No, I went to the pond. I went to uh, uh, Goodwill. And I bought this giant trophy for winning, like, uh, one of those uh, car derbies, I guess. <laughs> uh, all I know is there was a car on the top, and uh, yeah. I shaved that off and put a toy guitar on it. <laughs> and then spray-painted it gold. And yeah. uh, changed the uh, label to say GunsAndRadio.com Podcast of the Year. But It, it, it looks kind of crappy, but uh, I'm waiting on... Uh, when this COVID thing hit, see, I, it was going to be a joke. I was going to post on uh, social media of me holding the trophy mm-hmm. and uh, thanking everybody and uh, making an acceptance or you know speech and, yeah. <laughs> and things like that. Mm-hmm. I see. If we go into acceptance speech territory, we got to get like really blitzed and go like Mr. T <laughs> at the Hall of Fame and just go on for like four hours talking about our mamas. My mama. Don't talk to my mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny but uh this dude on topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh now we're off topic yeah i'm getting us back on topic this dude 
he drops this he calls it a podcast and if you call what he did a podcast i find that insulting as a podcaster yeah it's just him talking into probably his iphone fucking voice notes app yeah he's just bitching for five minutes like it's not even a podcast i'm sorry bud that's that's a sound bite that's not a podcast you don't get to drop a five minute i know sometimes we don't do a whole hour like sometimes you know our shortest episode ever just aired this week at the time that we're recording this Mm -hmm. and it's still a full-fledged podcast this was five minutes of a dude bitching and saying racist shit like very racist yeah because there was another phone call that leaked today of Mm -hmm. this dude and um Oh, what happened? Somebody called him. I don't even remember. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like obviously a black dude that calls him. Mm. And he starts like making fun of the way he talks. And So I was thinking, okay, he's just mad. But then he gets on his stuff and starts saying things. I don't even know if I want to say what he says. Oh, the uh, racist stuff? No, hell no. We, we won't repeat that because it's pretty bad. I will say he doesn't say the N-word, but some of the shit he say, I mean, he's ranting against Rick, but like, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, like, you just, just let it go, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you've already said your piece, like, in the first two parts, whatever, but like, <clears throat> you guys went on about a hard drive. Who gives a fuck about the hard drive, you ass clown? like yeah i got a hard drive everybody keeps calling me asking me about this hard drive well guess what there ain't nothing on it okay cool so i have to say and end it right there (laughs) yeah and if you're planning on doing a podcast about storage wars and storage diaries or whatever okay great you've had like six months this this shit started when we first started this podcast we're 37 actually started in january but like the whole story of this crap yeah okay since january we've had what i bet i could look i bet we've had at least march okay my notes don't go that far back because i changed notebooks but chip far i mean (laughs) yeah definitely we've had at least 12 to 16 episodes since then plenty of content you come back from your long hiatus to to bitch about rick for five minutes when the only episode you've ever released was you bitching about about this situation in the first place do you have anything else to talk about like has anything ever happened to you worth discussing like I just don't get it. I don't get where he's coming from. I don't get why. The only thing I can figure out is he looked on the internet, saw that Dunsford had a podcast, and saw it was a legitimate podcast. I mean, Rick put Rick Rick's shit primarily comes on YouTube, so his numbers are out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look and see how many people are are listening to this one probably a lot more than than the last one and probably damn sure a lot more when uh 
when we get around to talking about his side of that story. Yeah, which I, which I heard is will be soon ish. Uh, we're taping it soon, <clears throat> but mm-hmm. we tape we tape his show uh, a few at a time. Okay, because like this is a recurring. We don't do seasons with Guns and Radio. We don't mm-hmm. we don't take off, but mm-hmm. uh, Rick's will eventually uh, go on hiatus, a mm-hmm. planned hiatus. But um, I mean, I'm one guy, and when this corona shit's over with and i'm not locked in my apartment anymore i'm i can't do too constant i'm not cod ran thompson i can't do fucking five of them yeah five a week or one a day that's one a day but i'm sure really? he has like somebody editing like his show and oh, stuff yeah, like. he, yeah he just records and uh, he's got people editing it uploading it for him so one episode of Guns and Radio is about a three-day process. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> there's seven days in a week. <laughs> Rick's show gets done and edited on the weekends, and then I can pound out usually about two. It mm-hmm. does require some editing because uh, we get off track, as you can tell. <laughs> or obviously, we get off track, and I have to go back in and... Like, because we might get off track and then something that we say while we're off track might fit in better later in the story. So I might move something around or something like that. But it's definitely a whole different process than than Guns and Radio. Mm -hmm. But speaking of which, man, uh, guys, also don't forget this week... Uh, is your last chance to enter in our uh, Dr. Pepper contest for those of you holding out hope. That I mean, we all are every single fucking day of every year. Uh, we're not going... It's going to take some time on this show when you're listening to it, when you're listening to the playbacks, for us to reveal the winner. <laughs> and that's because... Uh, we're not going to actually draw until the actual day of. So this part's pre-taped. So at the end of the month, when the time frame comes along and and Guns N' Roses surprises us and releases something. (laughs) We hope. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe storage guy will leak something. Oh, wait, he doesn't have anything. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, dude. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about some of the shit he was saying. Like, yeah, Rick's a little crazy. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, we all are. I'm sure yeah. your number has gotten out there now. Because he said, like, mm-hmm. tw- no less than 20 people have called me wanting this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what kind of hard drive is it? I mean, how much you want? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. one or two terabytes. <laughs> yeah. 
So there's even like certain members and like this like hardcore generic community, I think actually emailed him. And then like, you know, this motherfucker himself said, Oh yeah, I have like 700 to 800 songs or something or files or whatever. Yeah. It's been yeah, documented, but... man. Like you can't mm. lie about this kind of shit. Yeah. So he's a fucking chronic liar. And he's an idiot. Yeah. And I, I heard another one of his phone calls leaked today on the internet. Ooh. It got shared with me. All I knew it was, oh yeah, I didn't talk about that where he was, somebody was prank calling him. I don't even know what was being said. Like I, I, I turned it on and I didn't listen at first because I was like, okay, I'll check this thing out. So I hit play. Mm-hmm. And I think I was washing dishes or something. Then I heard him get mad. I was like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? And then he started with his uh, his accent. But uh, we're not going to put that dude over. We're not going to say his name. My fuckers, yeah. My fuckers deserve to be put over. All I'm going to say is, dude, just just let it go. <laughs> yeah, you... Dude, he initially sold the shit in the first place. He's like, ooh, like, bro. Like, you didn't know. Change your phone number. <laughs> Literally. Cause, well, allegedly, he has moved states. So. Yeah. From what we know, from what sources have told us. I mean, Rick did admit that he put in the, the tip to the IRS. He said that on our show, so. Yeah, and then... Uh, this this uh, jack off here is like oh ha ha I'm a licensed business how fun so what you're you you're a human not a fucking corporation you dickwad <laughs> yeah well businesses get in trouble all the time look at Enron so <laughs> I mean yeah look at all the car companies in 08 <laughs> yeah all the airports in 2020 oh fuck huh have fun. <laughs> what have you done today to kill the uh, to kill the time? <clears throat> oh me, I've I gotta thank three things: Netflix, the WWE Network, and YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I finally finished Tiger King. Oh, so good. We talked about. I think last time we were on the show, I'd started it, <clears throat> and then mm-hmm. I finished it yesterday. Yeah. So we, we did a Joe Exotic video last week. I don't remember much of last week. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's 420. Who remembers much of that every year? <laughs> so, I mean, I hate that There Was a Time came up. Like, such an epic song came up. Fucking T-Watt. On that day. But, like, why couldn't we have got Call Me the Breeze or some shit like that on 420? <laughs> but, like... I mean, Which, it music would be not bad to get stoned to. Not gonna lie. Yeah. It's like campfire stoner music. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We had planned on. Uh, we had originally planned on doing a uh, a live stream where we were going to cover "Call Me the Breeze" mm. by Izzy Stradlin. I do need to tell you guys about that and. Uh, the uh, the plan on that one kind of fell through, so mm. we're going to, instead of spinning the wheel tonight, we're going to just do Call Me the Breeze next week mm. on uh, on here. Yeah, our and first episode of May. Yeah, yeah. 
which that'll be uh that'll be cool i mean we'll have uh oh yeah bucket of trouble we're gonna play another one of their songs tonight well, did yeah. we decide that yeah i think we're gonna play um i think i mentioned california okay california since there since that's also on the same album that we're, of this izzy song we're covering okay so i said why not I mean, we covered California already in the past, so <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, big thanks to Bucket of Trouble for uh, being our our uh, our musical guest once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've had two musical guests now mm-hmm. on our show. One of them has come back twice. I really like those guys though, and I like what they're doing. So, I really hope that this mm-hmm. this Rona thing passes before they're. Uh, before their concert. Yeah. Hopefully, who knows? Maybe by the time this airs, it, it could either be still going on or it could be still canceled. You never who know. Who knows, man? Like, yeah. Such a weird and crazy time. but Yeah. Like, dude, like, already in Toronto, they basically canceled, like, all events up until the end of June. Damn. And, and a few in August, too. Like, so I think our summer's fucked now. Damn, that pisses me off. Yeah, which sucks because I had like, uh, like, well, guess what? Guns N' Roses North American tour now is in jeopardy. All these tours are in jeopardy. <clears throat> Fuck. Yeah, because then this is going to be over, but everything's canceled, and then I'm going to be stuck here with my thumb up my ass. Instead, yeah. Because dude, people are still going to be fucking still too scared to even leave their house now. It's going to lead to some crazy shit. Yeah, I mean. I probably wouldn't go out and just immediately congregate as soon as they say we're able to. I'd mm-hmm. want to kind of sit back and let some other people <laughs> do that. Yeah, first. ease in a bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's just scary time, scary time. But you know what? Uh, we're home, we're safe. Uh, if you're working from home, uh, good on you. For those yeah. of you that are still uh, laid off and everything, dude, that's that's horrible. And I hope that mm-hmm. uh, everything works out for you. I don't know what to say about that kind of thing, man. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not good with, with comforting words, but... Uh, you know, at least we've got a we've got some time here. We can get together. We can talk about some rock and roll. We can listen to some music, and we can watch music videos. And uh, for at least this little bit of time here that we're together, uh, you know, it'll be all right. We're all together here for this podcast, and we're just gonna we're gonna enjoy life for the next hour or so. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Thank you for you know listening the past like few weeks and like past month or so and everything so oh yeah thank you guys for you guys yeah coming in our discord and giving us somebody to talk to that's always nice when you're when you're sitting there and then there's like things going on on discord and you've got that's one of the that's i've still maintained that's been the best part of this podcast for me is the the people we get to talk to mm, absolutely even interact with on twitter and like instagram and stuff too yeah uh, so I think we're going to watch a shitty music video. All right, let's do it. Uh, let me get it pulled up here on my phone. 
Two in a row. Shitty music videos. Oh, shit. <laughs> last <laughs> week, last week we watched, uh... Joe Exotic, baby. Yeah. And now I saw Tiger. <laughs> and it made me think of, uh, I think I said it in the episode, but it made me think of, uh, Jeff Jarrett and WWE. <laughs> Southern Tennessee. And then Caputo here has never seen the music video. He didn't even know there was a music video to uh, uh, My Baby Tonight. Ooh. So I'm sending you, uh, let me get Skype pulled up on my phone here. I'm sending you the uh, the link to the uh, to the music video. Mm-hmm. And everybody out there listening on the internet that wants to join in <clears throat> and listen to this uh, great, great song with us, uh, it will be embedded in the page for today's episode over on GunsAndRadio.com. So while you're over there checking out all of our kick-ass original content, just go ahead and check out pull up the page for uh for the uh here comes the rain episode and uh you'll find it embedded on there and uh you ready chris have you got it pulled up i got it pulled up ready to go all right let's go three two one play So far, it looks like a real music video. Yeah. CD ain't that great. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of a sweet child of mine. <laughs> the black and white part, at least. <laughs> yeah, I think that went off the rail quick. Yeah. I will give it, though. Jeff Jarrett does a better lip-syncing job than Joe Exotic ever would. I know, right? Yeah. Man, thank God for Bruce Pritchard for bringing this back. Yeah, I I love his like version of seeing it. Spend <laughs> my day working. Yeah, he's working hard on the go. <laughs> oh man. This guy is a multi-time, has won the NWA World Championship just about as many times as Ric Flair. Yeah, because he fucking... He, dude, the only reason Jeff Jarrett was good because he bought his... He made his own company and booked himself to win it. Hey, hey, hey. Literally. Everybody's got their own way of doing things. Yeah, this guy thought he was Triple H, but he was like an upper mid-carder at best. But you gotta admit though, TNA was at its best back then. Oh, it was huge. I think up and up until like the whole Hogan Bischoff regime, and like it was good until then. I used to uh, watch when I was that age, even though younger. To me, it started dying when Impact went to two hours. Yeah, it was still all right then. It was like a lot I mean, of filler. Yeah. I think it just got worse because then it's like when Hogan and Bischoff came, they brought like it basically became WCW Light because they just brought all yeah. the boys in. And it's like, oh, let's all get a payday. Brother. Why the fuck were the nasty boys there? Yeah, what the fuck? No one gives a shit about them. 
And also the thing like Literally I always next think like if WCW still went on, that would be TNA. Literally. Same oh, yeah. fucking shit, same mistakes, same people, Vince Russo. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Everything uh, on match. Nah, Russo would have been done by now. Oh, or that or Kern, Jim Cornette would have murdered him. <laughs> Digging them mom jeans. <laughs> ah, the early 90s. I got to get me one of them vests. I just want that cowboy hat. <laughs> I think Chris Jericho wore that same vest. Probably has. I'd probably put more like sparkle and bedazzle in it. <laughs> it was like Chris Jericho in 07. Yeah. Yeah. When he first like, came back in uh, his second comeback. Yeah, that was uh, 07. Not 07, when he came back and he didn't say anything. Oh, that was 2012. Yeah, me and Rick was at that Raw. Oh, no way. Yeah, we were like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, baby, yeah, we just walked off, it was gold. didn't really Uh do anything. Alright, there was our shitty music video of the day. Got a little wrestling fun in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. WWE still pumping out content though. You got to give them that though. Like, oh yeah, I got to give all these a lot of these wrestling companies credit. Like them, AEW still producing content. I heard like Impact may still like be doing tapings in a secret location. So, yeah, give it to these guys. Still giving us entertainment, something, some form of you know us not going insane. Even if it's yeah. empty arena wrestling, it's still something. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to see Mania? I know this ain't a wrestling podcast, yeah. but did you get to see I've Mania? Only... Only saw the first night so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. I only I saw talk. the first night, but like I, I already been spoiled anyways. Like I, like I saw clips and stuff from everything else. All I'll tell you, man, is John Cena's prediction of the most overrated, overprivileged star is going to be wiped from existence. It comes true. Ooh. Okay. I, I loved it. I don't even give a fuck. Like uh, that's one of the one of the better manias, but yeah, in my opinion, dude, just that boneyard match is like I know, short dude. film Oscar worthy right there, man. Dude, we found a way to get like another five or six years out of the t- out of the Undertaker. Literally, I want to see Undertaker and Sting next year in a boneyard match. Yes, yeah, totally. Make that happen, WWE. Yeah, especially, like, because Taker was, like, sort of, like, amalgamating a bunch of his things. Like, he was, like, American badass in attire, but he was still, like, doing the stuff with, like, the fire or whatever, the teleportation. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's still a bit of, like, the whole dead man, like, eerie vibe, dude, but, like, he still, like, comes in on a bike. And yeah. I love, like, the trash talking they were doing. It just added so much to that. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to, I, I mean, guys, I'll be honest with you. We hate to give you short podcasts. We really do, yeah. but... I mean, there's just nothing <laughs> really that we can talk about right now. I mean, Izzy yeah. Stradlin tweeted two days ago. Yeah. And he won't see that for another two years, probably. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, Izzy tweeted, and uh, 
that's the biggest news we've got right now. So yeah, add to that. I remember like someone uh, posted there was a recent picture of Izzy Stradlin. It's like good to know he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, before we get into our uh, next segment here, where we uh, review the song we want to talk about, uh, we Chris and I had a Instagram stream, our very first uh, live Q and A on Instagram, and uh, it didn't really go as planned. We had a little bit of technical difficulty. Uh, however, we were able to uh, salvage some of the audio from it to bring you some highlights. And so, uh, hey, if you guys were there and you tuned in and you participated in the Q&A, uh, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, if not, you know, that's why you you, you got to be there, because it looks like we're not going to be able to save everything uh, that happens on these live streams. But uh, anyway, let's check that out. We're going to check that. We're going to take a quick break first, and then we'll, we'll come right back, and we'll check that out. All right, if anyone's, you know, got some cues, we'll give you the A's right now, so. Yeah. Yeah. Throw your cues in our box, and we'll stick our A's in your face. <laughs> that always works. Somewhere I right want there. to know why you like GNR so much. I love that, and her name is like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it's a good question. Uh, you want to go first, or you want me to go? I'll let you go on this one. Uh, for me, it kind of it kind of started a long time ago when I was a kid. And uh, I used to have this tape. Mm-hmm. And it was the Tokyo Tapes from 1992. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was a kid, I was raised like my family was like super religious, so I wasn't allowed to listen to rock and roll. Rock and roll was the devil. I only was able to listen to gospel. And I'm not meaning like gospel, like good gospel, like uh, Brian Free and Assurance, even for an example. I'm talking about like Bill Gaither, like, oh, there's victory in Jesus. And, you know, that kind of shit is all I got to listen to. <laughs> but hidden away, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, hidden away. In my bedroom, I had a cassette tape that a friend of mine had given me. I have no clue where I got this from. I think I remember a friend giving it to me, but I couldn't remember where I was to accept it or if he brought it over or what. I just remember somehow I acquired this damn tape. And uh, I would watch that fucker all the time. And it was uh, Use Your Illusion tape number one. I, did, I never did see number two until uh, well, recently when I looked it up on YouTube. But... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Started out with that tape, and then I was kind of a casual fan. I grew out of it as I as I got older, and I was always still kind of like like Paradise City or something like that came on the radio. I really liked it. Sweet Child. I didn't really. I never really liked Sweet Child, but uh, Welcome to the Jungle, shit like that. It's so easy. Night Train would uh, come on. I I liked that shit. Uh, the basics. Yeah, and then uh, then when uh. Rick Dunsford uh, sat next to me at work. And we tell that story on his podcast. But I used to, we're, we're buddies. So, you know, what do you do with your buddies? You rip on them, you know what I mean? You, you fuck with them because they're your buddies. And that was all I really had on Rick to fuck with him with is how much he likes GNR. 
And uh, so I used to pick on him about it. I was like, ah, and, and I would say shit like, uh, um, like if Slash ain't in it, man, it ain't GNR without Slash. Because I knew, like, <laughs> you know, and I didn't know because I'd never really listened to Child M before. Yeah. But uh, so Rick ended up talking me into going with him to a concert in Atlanta. So after that night in Atlanta, oh, man. I was fucking sold. (laughs) That sealed the deal. Like, it's been my favorite band ever since. We went back, like, uh, a week or so later in in Kansas City. And then we went to Chicago. And then we just went, we just started going all the time. And that was a really awesome experience. And then starting to get older and calm the hell down and get off the road and chasing bands and shit all the time. Uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm older sitting at home cause I got to work all the time <laughs> and, uh, start a podcast about it so we can continue to have fun with this band. Mm-hmm. Some form. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's mine. All right. Oh, it's my turn for this stuff now. Fuck. And, uh, she said mine was a great story. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Um, why do I like Gene Hart? Um, to me, they're just like that, like the most like u- unique band, and uh, they've always had a sound that always is hard to replicate. And it's one of those few bands where like it, their sound can change from album to album, but yet it still sounds like Guns N' Roses. So like you go, Appetite for Destruction was like the very like sort of hard rock mixed with punk, a little bit of sleaze in there. And User Illusion was like this more grandiose sound where you get these epic ballads like November Rain and Estranged and all that. And then Chinese Democracy, even though it was more of an axle vision, whatever, it flipped the script entirely on Guns N' Roses music. And so like that to me is just shows that, you know, there's, there's talented musicians behind this machine and that, you know, their sound is one that always sort of evolves over time in good ways. Sometimes, you know, maybe there's not the best of ways, but mostly it's it's like that. So that's why, like, GNR has always been maybe unique. It's just a band that, you know, it's hard to really recommend anyone that's similar to them because they're in their own league, in my opinion, at least. Oh, yeah. And to that point, too, they've got a, like... They, they, they have so many different styles at once. Like like Caputo said on Appetite, you got your punk and you got your uh, hard rock and shit. And then on Illusions, you start getting your classical kind of shit like November Rain. But also you start getting a little bit of country shit thrown in there like Dead Horse. And uh, mm-hmm. even some of what I feel is kind of blues, uh, and definitely blues influenced like fucking uh, Coma. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then you've got shit like uh, Get in the Ring in the Garden. And stuff like so. I mean, like, I don't feel like they have one genre, uh, but like the illusions are so massive, they've got multiple ones. But they, I feel like they, 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 they try different genres and combine the results together on each of the albums. And then Chai Down's like that electronic, but still kind of classical mm. uh, sound to it. But it's very new age compared to the other stuff. But it's still really hard rock. Yeah, and people like gave Axel Rose shit for like believing in industrial and grunge but like that shit was the future that guy knew he was literally on like the tip of the iceberg all the time well to be fair that not everybody knew that that album was going to be good 
And when it came out, not a lot of people believed it. Yeah. Because, I mean, most people, all they had to go by for, for too many years uh, was that shitty MTV performance of Madagascar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think maybe if you uh, were lucky, you could find one Chinese democracy performance somewhere. Mm-hmm. But most people didn't watch that Rock and Rio shit. Most people didn't watch, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of internet for a, for a pretty good while. So, mm-hmm. which member did the most drugs? Caputo. Um, I'm going to say which member didn't do the most drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all make jokes about this shit, so. Adler gets my vote on that one because he's the only one that actually got kicked out because he did so much drugs. Yeah, well, because like he couldn't perform, so at least with Slash, he could still like put on half a decent fucking show. But like, if you're Steve Adler, you're the drummer, basically trying to hold the the glue and the rhythm and you know the timing of all these songs live. You can't can't pull that shit off. Yeah. Like he's saying, people give Axel shit too, because like if you got a disaster show back in the nineties, mm-hmm. like uh, like the Rocket Queen show, for example, that one kind of uh, that one's a bad example. But most of the time, like if you just got a disaster show, they might complete a whole set list, and it sounded mm-hmm. like shit from the musicians and stuff. So you fast forward to that era, and uh, even when Axel was off of his game, the rest of the band rarely sounded like shit. At least the band always sounded good. Oh, there's another good one here. Does Zutad have tracks from Chai Dim or does he have other demo? Maybe that. I don't know. We don't know, man. I don't know. A, a rumor has it he still has stuff. You know, he may be in the market for selling. I don't know. If you buy a car off him. And yes, the lottery is legitimate. I use an app on my phone, and I know because what you don't hear in the show is every week I'm shuffling for the app, trying to find it, and uh, and I can never remember what the damn thing's called because I'm an idiot, and I don't just put it on my home screen to where I can just get to it real easy like I probably should. Uh, <laughs> Who is the least, least relevant person relevant person in GNR right now? Probably. Uh, of the current lineup, all of them. Well, I think they're all relevant because they're in Guns and Roses and they're performing. I say when it comes to names, mm-hmm. I would say probably the least amount of people. Uh, no, maybe Frank or Frank or Melissa. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably do those two. Which sucks because Frank's been there a long time. He's on the goddamn album. Like, yeah, people should have been here. 15 years almost. Yeah. But then Melissa's the first girl, so everybody knows her name. Yeah. That's pretty huge. Isolated tracks for Axel screwing Adler's girlfriend during Rocket Queen. I don't know, maybe it's not But if you guys know and you guys are out there and you have that, uh, feel free to send it my way too. <laughs> send it to one of us and we'll send it to the other. Yeah, we'll get that we'll to you, Will. <laughs> Crazy guys, man. 
that'd be a cool one to have. That'd be interesting. And then just remix that. Mm-hmm. Just that clip. Just Best album lyrically versus Ooh. best album instrumentally. What you think, Chris? This is that's an interesting one, actually. Dude, oh man. Lyrically, who do you think? Like, it's probably a toss for me right now. Lyrically, it's a toss up between like the Illusions albums and uh, I'd say Chidem. Like, those two lyrically for sure, I, I think. I disagree on Chidem. Lyrically, instrumentally, now Chidem uh, is probably uh, mm-hmm. my favorite. Lyrically, for me, it's it's between Appetite and uh, Illusion One. Because mm-hmm. I yeah, think I a fair amount of the filler was split up between the two, but I think Illusion One's that the one's got Dead Horse and Bad Apples and yeah, shit on it. Yeah, the messed up. Uh, that or Appetite is my two, lyrically, that I'd have a hard time picking between. <laughs> I don't think nobody said Spaghetti Incident. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> say, lyrically, I don't know if the songs were. There's certain ones you don't want to talk about. <laughs> Look at your jingle. <laughs> Even if you did include Spaghetti Incident, my answer wouldn't change. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's either that or like June or Lies, like the least good lyrically ones. Yeah. One in a million, I hate that song, and not for the reason that you think, but I do hate that yeah. song. It's just not a good song. Um, it's mediocre, really. The live, the fake live tracks, mm-hmm. uh, they're okay. I mean. Yeah. Wasn't that basically just live like a suicide, though, re released? It's live like a suicide with four new songs. Yeah, basically. And it'll just hold over until um, the next one album. One in a million patients. One in a million patients, you're crazy and used to mm-hmm. love her. Mm-hmm. And they put that on the... Uh... Can you still listen to Sweet Child of Mine after listening to it? Hang on. Let me count the zeros. <laughs> Ten million times. Yes. You can, I guess. Depends on how much. Oh, 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 good call. (laughs) That one's pretty rough live. And and certain live versions, you know, ranging from certain years. Live versions, yeah. Those are pretty good. Like I'd say up until 2010. Yeah. If I had my pick on that one, I would still, like, if I was putting together my own live comp- uh, compilation, I'd go back to about maybe 93, 92 for Sweet Child. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's another good one, actually. Fergie or Cheryl Crow? Oh, God. Uh, goddamn abomination. What's, that's like asking me what's worse. Uh, Shit in the bed or throwing up in my pillowcase. Like, either way, I'm kind of... <laughs> You're fucked on this way. <laughs> I, I don't know. Flip a coin, I guess. Honestly, like, 
I would only go up to Cheryl Crow one because then it's like, oh, we got Sweet Child of Mine, the uh, 1999 and Big Daddy, the same movie. So maybe yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Fergie do it with Slash, though? No, she did Paradise City. That was Slash with Fergie and um, Cypress Hill. Yeah, oh, more like a, yeah, more of a slow take on that one. Yeah, hard pass. Hard, yeah, hard pass on all of that. <laughs> Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like either one of those, but was it? Uh, was you showed me the video of uh, Steel Panther when uh, they did Sweet Child? Was it Sweet Child they did with? Uh, yeah, uh, it was Clarkson. Yeah, when she was drunk. Was that when you? Showed me that? Yeah, I sent you that. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Now that was an exception. That was a good one. Not for not because it was a good performance. Uh but sometimes you know you like to see a good train wreck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all man? Come on. <laughs> I say uh if it's cool with you, man, let's uh let's get on and review the uh review the song of the day. Oh yeah. I like the guitar at the beginning. Mm-hmm. All right, the rain's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Here comes what? <laughs> oh. oh. I'm looking up at this cloud. What do you think, Izzy? Not dark enough. Uh, yeah, if you say so. Wait, is this it? Is it? I mean, the song, we're a minute and a half. We're halfway through the song. Wow. Epic guitar playing, though. Breakdown. Interesting. I mean, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Though. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're back on this again. I wonder why he decided to title this song Here Comes the Rain. Oh, he's looking at the clouds and he's like, Babe, here it comes. The rain. 
Or it could be like a sexual euphemism for like he's about to like, you know, climax. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I mean the guitar. It's like, bro, if you'd put a little bit more work into it. Mm-hmm. You had a hit. And into the lyrics as well. Even something. Well, I mean, the guitar itself, the musically, it's an epic song. commenting on the video that we're watching this on on YouTube and I said can somebody post the lyrics please (laughs) (laughs) alright genius.com if you want the lyrics they're very simple you just go here comes the rain 15 times oh exactly 15 okay exactly 15 well that was interesting time for some ratings yeah, that was. That was. I don't know um, if I consider that a song. I mean. I mean, okay. it's okay. Musically, it was great. Yeah, like it's good. Like the da da here comes the rain. Like like that first whatever. The breakdowns like and eh, it's just like okay, whatever, and then it just kind of like goes back into the same thing, like just. Not much, not much of like a a build back into the original sort of like the riff, whatever. Yeah. And then like the ending's like, oh, that's fine, whatever. But I don't know. I think you could trim that down. Huh. Just my opinion. All right. Uh, I'm gonna give it a fuck. I don't know. One and a half. Oh, okay. I was, was going to be a bit more generous. I was going to give it like a two and a half. Okay. Uh, I mean, am I ever going to listen to this again? Probably not. I may, but then probably listen to the first minute and a half of it and maybe just be like, okay, next. <laughs> Don't worry, Izzy. I listen to the first 30 seconds. You're going to get your twelfth of a penny, whatever, from the stream. So I'm still supporting. <laughs> Don't shoot me. Oh, man. Man, I hate it when it's when it's. I hate when this happens. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love Izzy, I really do. I'm a huge Izzy fan. Dude, yeah, we do, and like especially since um, we had Steve from Bucket of Trouble there, like I've grown to appreciate a lot more of Izzy stuff now. Yeah, and I know they're those guys are listening right now, and they're probably mm-hmm. going to be mad at us all over again. <laughs> oh God, they're they're gonna kill us, especially those <laughs> the 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 petitioners. Oh fuck. Yeah, I had to I had to put my change dot org email into spam this week. <laughs> I was like, I signed the petition, and then they change dot org started sending me all these other petitions, and I was like, no, no, yeah. no, no. 
join this other petition to, to get this random show from the 80s back on the air, even though half the cast is dead. <laughs> A revival of Golden Girls. <laughs> 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 Who would be Thank in the Golden Girls me. today? Let's see. Let's think of Betty actresses. White. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> Meryl Streep? I don't know who that is. Uh, let's oh. think of actresses from the uh, from the 80s. That would be old now. Sigourney um, Weaver? Oh, there you go. There's one, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis? Hey! Perfect! Yeah, she could be the serious one. Who would be the slutty one? Uh, hmm. Is uh, oh man, I can't think of her name. The blonde from Three's Company. Is she still alive? Oh fuck, I don't even know her name ever. Maybe. Uh, let's see. <laughs> that's an option. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's a good idea, man. The Golden Girls revival. Jane Fonda. Reboot. Jane Fonda. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then Betty White. One, yeah, Betty White, Jane Fonda, Meryl Streep, Sigourney Weaver, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yo, that's an all-star cast right there. I know, man. It was. I think we just made somebody a shit ton of money. ABC, call us. Yeah. I mean, NBC. fuck you. He brought back Roseanne, and nobody was asking for that. Yeah, and then she decided to take some Ambien and say some racist <laughs> shit. <laughs> Whoops! Man, I didn't know Ambien made you racist shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> good enough reason to pull it off the market, if you ask me. Yeah. Maybe this, uh, maybe the storage wards guy needs to lay off the fucking Ambien. Uh, <laughs> or lay off the stupidity. <laughs> well, normally we would spin the wheel. Hang on, let's pretend like we're doing that. I'm going to hit the sound effect. I lost my mouse cursor. There it is. Call me the breeze. Oh, hey, we're playing Call Me the Breeze. <laughs> how cool is that so uh that's coming in our next episode so another izzy show coming back to back hopefully this one will come out a little bit better than the last one uh don't forget to hang out with us in gn extra where we'll be uh doing something else mm-hmm. not even pretending this time i have no clue what the fuck we're gonna do in extra there's just nothing going on man yeah. We used to have such an active lifestyle and we'd come on here and talk about stuff. Now yeah. it's just <laughs> talk about what we watched, what we're binge watching. Yep. That's about it. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in extra. We'll see you guys over on gunsandradio.com for GN Extra. While you're over there, check out our uh, other original shows. And, uh,. Oh yeah, let me turn this music down. I almost fucked up, dude. Because uh, we're not going to head out with the same outro that we normally head out with. Because we're going to be listening to California by Bucket of Trouble. So, oh, yeah. kick ass. Here's Bucket of Trouble. Bucket of Trouble.